0: All right, welcome back to My Antonia Rambles. Um, today's episode was the very last episode um, that I will be making, and we'll be talking about the last book in My Antonia, book five. Um, we'll primarily just be talking about Antonia as I feel like she's probably one of the most important characters at this point because they have just developed a ton of as the story setting kind of, like, spreads out 20 years after, like, from the previous chapter or if a few, the previous book. So, first, I want to go into, um, the fact that who Antonia married in the end. So, what we know is that Antonia got married and she had, like, 10 kids. So, um, as Jim is describing their relationship, he says, um, while we walked toward the house, he related incidents and delivered messages in the tongue he spoke fluently. I dropped a little behind, curious to know what the relationship had become or remained. The two seemed to be on terms of easy friendliness, touched with humor. Clearly, she was an impulse and he was a corrective. As he went up the hill, he kept cl- he glancing at her sidewise to see whether she got his point or how she received it later, that he always looked at people sideways or workhorse does it at yoke me. Even when he sat opposite me in the kitchen, he would turn his head a little toward the clock of the stove and look at me from the side with the frankness and good nature. This trick did not suggest duplicity or secretiveness, a merely long habit, as with his horse. Um, so, what I got from answering his husband is that they don't really have. They have a fine marriage, but it's not like the best, and she's definitely not the happiest that she could be, as if she were with, if she were with someone else. Um, I feel like they're mainly bonded or like married because they're children, obviously, because they just have so many, um, and Pip saw that too. Oh my God, not Pip. Um, Jim saw that as well, um, and you kind of relate this to when Estella and Drummle were together, and she just wasn't, and they just didn't work out, and they just weren't really happy, um, so that's kind of what that reminds me of, but in the NSL, I really never had any kids, so they also differ from that, um, but yeah, and then the next book that I want to talk about is on page 172, which kind of supports my theory about this marriage, um, so basically, Uh, on page 172, Pip says, He came to Nebraska to visit his cousin, Anton Jelney, and to look about. When he began to look about, he saw Antonia, and she was exactly the kind of girl he'd always been hunting for. They were married at once, though he had to borrow money from his cousin to buy the wedding ring. Um, so their marriage is pretty spontaneous, as I assumed wasn't really true. They didn't really love each other. Um kind of just getting married to get married because he was kind of attracted to her and it was very spontaneous overall. So I don't think that will lead anything, to anything really good in a marriage, especially if you have 10 children. Um, so yeah, I just thought that the way that they got married was kind of strange. Um, and yeah, and then the last thing that I want to talk about is Antonia's choice in marriage um so basically someone says just on page 173 someone says it was a pretty hard job breaking up this place and making the first cops grow he said pushing back his hat and scratching his grizzled hair sometimes they get awful sore on this place and I want to quit but my wife says she's we always we say we better stick it out these babies come along pretty fast so it looked like it'd be hard to move anyhow i guess she was right all right we've got this place clear now we we're gonna pay twenty dollars an acre then and i offered a hundred we bought another quarter ten years ago and we almost got it paid for we got plenty of boys we can work a lot of land yes she's a good wife for a poor man she can't she ain't always so strict with me neither sometimes i may drink a little too much beer in town when i come home she doesn't say nothing she doesn't ask me no questions we always get along fine her and me like, like at first, the children don't make trouble between us. Like sometimes, like sometimes happens. So, I feel like Anthony's husband's an okay husband. Uh, and the fact that it really bothered me was that said sometime, he said sometimes maybe I drink a little too much beer in town. When I come home, she don't say nothing. Um, I feel like she's he's kind of um, like not really appreciating Anthony in a sense because Anthony is a wonderful mother considering that she she's raising ten children, and she has to deal with him and Anthony hasn't had to like deal with a lot of stuff in her past, so I don't feel like she wants to do that anymore so yeah, so really her character hasn't changed her character has genuinely became stronger as um as she's gotten as she's gained more children, I guess. So, yeah, overall Antonia, throughout the course of the book, um, the tragic events that happened to her made her change as a character, but then after that, she kind of stayed the same. So she was very, in the beginning, she was a very flat character, and then she ended up being very dynamic afterwards, and then after that, she became flat once again, but then many things happened in her life like such as getting married and having children and that was just very that made her character kind of rounded so yeah so thank you for listening to my 16-part podcast series about my Antonia um yeah uh all these all of my quotes are from the book um they're all cited with the page numbers and the audio